Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. This is the Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio, and I'm your host, Sam, here to recap all this weekend's great racing with the NASCAR Xfinity and Spring Cup Series in California, and the two-door United Sports Car Championship takes to the Sebring International Raceway for the iconic 12 Hours of Sebring. The weekend will kick off with the two-door United Sports Car Championship kicking off round two with the Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring. Things will get rolling around 10.40 Saturday morning, and when the clock hit 10.40 Saturday night, it would be Team Action Express Racing with their Mustang sampling Corvette DP car that would capture the win in the historic event. This would be the first win in Sebring for Chevrolet in over 50 years. Drivers Christian Fittipaldi, Gial Barbosa, and Sebastian Bourdais would share the driving duties in that car. The NASCAR Xfinity Series would be in California for the Drive for Clots 300. NASCAR Spring Cup Series driver Kevin Harvick would keep his great season going with a win Saturday afternoon. Harvick would have yet another dominating win, leading 100 out of the scheduled 150 laps en route to his victory. Here's what Harvick had to say about his win post-race. Well, first off, I'm just I'm fortunate to be um, you know to be a part of, of two really good race teams and. Um, Dale Jr. and Mr. Hendrick uh, give us a, a lot of resources to draw from. We, we um, were able to assemble a, a great group of guys this year, with a new group of guys that, that obviously had worked together probably um, at least from lead engineer and Dave a, a while. But, you know, these guys have come in and, and we communicate well and, and have had, um, you know, three fairly good weeks while I've been in the car and uh, while everybody's learning and, and, and getting comfortable with each other. So... I think any time that you can go to victory lane and, and make some good decisions on, on you know, I, re- I really feel like we've made good decisions all three weeks that we've been in the car and, and had competitive runs. So just um, a lot of fun to uh, to drive the race cars right now. I feel like for, for me as, as the driver, um, you know, making laps around this place and, and knowing um, what seam does what and what patch does what and when to go low and when to go high. I feel like the, the more laps I can make, the, the better off I'm going to be for tomorrow. So uh, today was definitely something that I'm, I'm happy that I was, was in the car. And This past week produced a bit of news. As I reported last Sunday on the Sound of Speed pre-race show, Brian Vickers was sidelined again due to blood clots. Vickers announced that it'll be about three months before he has a chance to return to the seat of the 55 Aaron Stream Machine Toyota. Until then, Brett Moffitt will fill in and he has signed up to compete for Rookie of the Year honors. Chase Elliott, Xfinity Series driver of the number 9 Napa Chevrolet for JR Motorsports, is set to take the reins of the 24 car when Jeff Gordon steps aside at the end of this season. Elliott is set to make his first start this coming Sunday in Martinsville in the 25 Napa Chevy provided by Hendrick Motorsports. Martinsville is a tough, unforgiving track, but Chase has a ton of talent. He should fare pretty well if he can keep his car clean. The Verizon IndyCar Series is set to kick off its season coming up this weekend with the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. The series has unveiled a new downforce package that has added a ton of speed and grip for drivers to work with. Chair on Oakville native James Hinchcliffe as he takes on Will Power, Scott Dixon, and all the other IndyCar Series drivers as he hunts down his first series title in his new Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports Honda. The NASCAR Spring Cup Series would be in sunny Fontana, California for the Auto Club 400 at the Auto Club Speedway. Teammates Kurt Busch and Kevin Harvick would bring the field to the green flag Sunday afternoon. It wouldn't be long before we would see trouble on track. Jeff Gordon and David Reagan would be racing for position on track on lap 24 when Jeff would feel a little held up by Reagan. Gordon would take the air off the rear bumper of the 18 and it was just enough to send the 18 car around. This would bring out the yellow flag, but neither one would make any contact and continue incident-free. Sam Hornish Jr. and Trevor Bain would get together on lap 99 
It would be a miscommunication by Hornish's spotter telling him he would be clear of all traffic. As he moved up the track, he would find out that Bain was still there and make heavy contact with the six car and the outside wall. Hornish would have to go to the garage for repairs and return to the track 54 laps down, getting a 43rd place finish. Things would stay fairly quiet other than a few debris cautions sprinkled throughout the race. It would be the Kurt, Kevin, Denny, and Matt show most of the day. The front row starters, Kevin Harvick and Kurt Busch, had the cars to beat, and the only cars arguably fast enough to keep up with those guys were Denny Hamlin and Matt Kenseth in the Joe Gibbs Racing Toyotas. Coming towards the end of the race, we would see three debris cautions in the final 20 laps. On the first round of pit stops during the yellow flag on lap 189, Matt Kenseth would break rear axle while leaving his pit, ruining his shot at a win. During the next yellow flag for debris, Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart would stay out for the restart while the rest of the field pitted. On the restart, Kurt Busch, on two fresh tires, would make quick work of the cars that stayed out, and as the cars were coming down the backstretch following the restart, someone would tear off the bumper of the 42 car of Kyle Larson, causing another debris caution to come out and bunching up the field one more time. When the field took the green flag for the final restart, Kurt Busch looked like he had the win in the bag, and Brad Keselowski, who had driven all the way from 16th, Following the last round of pit stops, after getting four fresh Goodyear Eagles, drove past Kurt Busch on the last lap to steal the win. Kurt would slap the wall trying to catch Keselowski and allow his teammate Kevin Harvick to get second place, stretching his streak of 1-2 finishes to 8. Kurt would hold on to third, and a name I rarely mention in the top five, Paul Menard, had a strong run coming home in fourth, and Ryan Newman kept his streak of top five finishes alive, rounding out the top five in the Auto Club 400. Brad Keselowski only led one lap on Sunday afternoon, but it was the lap that counted. Here's what he had to say following his win. Yeah, it was uh, <clears throat> really a, an up and down day for sure. Uh, but we, we, as a team, uh, and Paul and the guys uh, on pit road just kept fighting. And uh, at the end, uh, we caught some breaks and made the most of the breaks we caught. And that was kind of the story of, of our race. Uh, it, it looked like we were probably going to finish uh, sixth or seventh there. And then that yell came out. Uh, we came in and pitted and, and, and drove up a little bit. Uh, I then caught another yell and thought, wow, now what do we do? Um, and so uh, Paul made the, the call to come down pit road and put four tires on. And when he said that, I said, well, this can either go really good or really bad. <laughs> I didn't know which one it was going to be. And, you know, some guys stayed out. Some guys took two tires and all kinds of different strategies. And uh, on the restart, we were just uh, able to, to find our way through the, the lanes and, and get to the front there and uh, – somehow end up in victor lane leading the last lap that's uh that's kind of a race car driver's dream and uh this is one we're gonna sit back and go wild for uh a while on as nascar leaves the west coast and heads to the paperclip in martinsville virginia the top five in points are similar to last week with kevin harvick leading joey logano martin shrex jr dale earnhardt jr and brad keselowski here's what second place kevin harvick had to say following the race yeah just really proud of everybody on my team i mean we've fought through a day of you know track position pit crew had a little bit of trouble at the beginning of the race they rebounded and and uh got us out in the lead and, and that's the the great part about an, an experienced group like that is um they just come right back and, and fire off and, and forget what happened last week so that's that's what this team is is made of um you know i hate that the that the 41 uh, wasn't able to to hold on for the win there i'd love to see those guys get their first win but just never know how the strategy is going to play out here you know there's so many cars on the on the lead lap that you just didn't want to get buried in there and one one little 
little bad move for Brad, and, and he would have been stuck in the middle of that traffic, but it all worked out for him. And, and then uh, the second restart, he was in prime position up on the outside with, with fresher tires. So just, um, you know, great race and, and a lot of, like Dale said, a lot of fun to be a part of it. Join me this Sunday as I get you set up for one of my favorite tracks, Martinsville Speedway. Drivers get back to NASCAR's roots as the NASCAR Spring Cup Series heads to the smallest track on the schedule. But don't let the size fool you. There'll be plenty of action next Sunday afternoon. Until then, you can head on over to the Santa Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all the motorsports news throughout the week. Before I go, I'd like to thank Beach Booster Radio. Without them, the sound of speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Sega Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page, and you can get caught up on all the great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Check out the blog, and you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play Store and Apple App Store, and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. Join me next Sunday at 11 and again at noon as I get you set up for Martinsville Speedway. Plus, the Verizon IndyCar Series kicks off their season in St. Petersburg. Until then, enjoy the spring weather and have a great night, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only truly local radio station. Download your free Beach Booster Radio app to enjoy local radio anywhere. We encourage you to interact at info at beachbooster.com. Thanks for listening.